Blog Talk Radio. It is 
Wednesdays, Wednesday night here at Off the Chain. I want to welcome each and every one of you to the show tonight. We have been off the air for a couple of days as I was in the Big Easy and the wet, the cold, the nasty, and the rain. So I'm now recovering from being sick from that trip. So I want to welcome all of you all to the show. As you all know, we are heard in over 200 countries. We have a listening base of over 250,000 listeners. Our show is archived and broadcast on iTunes, YouTube, FM.com, TuneIn Radio, two podcasts on iHeartRadio, Reverb Nation, Podcast Garden, Podcast.com, Spreaker, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and a few others that I don't put it up on, but third parties do. So the guests that get to come on this show get heard everywhere, which I am so thankful for. Now, there's two ways you can get on the show. One, you can come on as a guest, or you can become a sponsor for this show. And I'm not doing the sponsorships to get rich because that's not what I'm in for it for. I am in for it to get you people exposure. So for $10 a month, no matter how many shows I run, you will be heard. So contact me at Off the Chain Radio at yahoo.com, and I'll tell you what all to do. And I want to welcome a new sponsor. It's called Dirt Road Sunset. It's four guys who've been friends for over 40 years, George, Sandy, Dave, and Ed. They have songs that are available to purchase on iTunes, Reverb Nation, Amazon, CD Baby, and all proceeds from these sales go to support breast cancer. Children's Hospital Disabled American Veterans and CERT, the training of canine search and rescue and service dogs. So check these guys out. They've been friends for so long they think alike. Most of you all know uh, Jay Traveler Pelton, and this is what she says. As many of my listeners know, our friend and colleague Jay Traveler Pelton was born in West Virginia in the last century. She was a nation's mother for her tribe, the Muncie, Delaware. She is wife to Dan for 47 years, mother of six adults, a grandmother of eight, a clinically licensed independent social worker, a retired adjunct professor of social work at her local university, and an avid reader. She is a cancer survivor. She studies science and technology, fascinated by the inventiveness of people. She is quick to draw parallels in different fields and weave stories around them. Travelers of fabric artists during her most enjoyable time is spent spinning yarn while spinning yards, yarns for the grandkids. She has completed book nine of a nine-book set called The Oberlin Family Chronicles. The series is about a Native American family, and the first book invites the reader to get to know the ancestors of the clan back in the 1850s. Titled The Oberlin's Overland, it tells the story of the family beginnings. The next book, Terrorist Traders and Spies, takes us from 1910 through the 1990s. Shows how the family espionage network develops along with its research arm and how they became one of the premier think tanks in America. And the third title, Rebooting the Oberlins, a global genetic virus has 100% kill rate, and the Oberlins need to destroy it before it wipes out civilization, then maybe Noel can retire. Those comprise the first trilogy. The second trilogy, The Present Generations, start with the infant conspiracy, continues with Kai Dante's tragedy, and ends with the obligation of being Oberlin. These take the family through our present times up till 2030. The final trilogy, The Future Generations, comprised of To Protect One's Own, The Importance of Family Ties, and the just-released Forever Family, takes the family into the 22nd century. If you're a fan of good science fiction, spy novels, or just plain adventure, you will love these books. All of Traveler's books are available on Amazon. Just type in J. Traveler Pelton and you'll be taken to her page. Have a look, download some for yourself to enjoy in those cold, dark, and long winter afternoons when you just want to stay in, especially you people up in the cold, frozen tundra of the north. God bless, and don't forget to leave them a review. They're always appreciated. You can also visit Traveler on her page, Traveler Pelton, dash God bless. Diane Moat, who's also been on this show, she has a book out called Dog Bones. It is in the Sam Holden series, and Sam is back. Her quest to avenge abused animals is threatened when the FBI comes after her on one side and the commissioner wants her dead on the other. Will her double life be exposed? Will Sam be able to protect the animals, her friends, and herself? Check out Dog Bones by Diane Moat everywhere ebooks are sold. And if you haven't started this series yet, ladies and gentlemen, 
begin with Doggone by Diane Mode on Amazon. Now, for those of you who joined us at the beginning of the uh, show, you heard a song called Panther. This song was written and um, performed by a band called Smoke from All the Friction. This band is an up-and-coming band. They're based in Raleigh, North Carolina, and they blend traditional and underground cultures to create a moody, electronic pop vibe with industrial undertones. Their sound grabs listeners with both a sense of familiarity and a striking curiosity. Inspired by the ideas of tension and friction, um, that's almost a oxymoron, They explore what happens when we venture outside ourselves, past the abstract social constructs that create barriers between us. Instead of simply creating a musical performance for mere entertainment, they inspire a deeper thought-provoking appreciation between the audience and the music itself. This cutting-edge act draws influence from top artists like Nine Inch Nails, Lincoln Park, Chainsmokers, 30 Seconds to Mars, and Owl City. They offer captivating vocals and a unique variety of musical styles that will leave you always wanting more. For those thirsting for the latest sounds in music, the merging of these artists' talents and all their glory definitely will not disappoint. And let me tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, these guys were due to be on this show back in November. I got an email from their manager and said, Yvonne, can we put it off because they have been asked to do a show. And... They don't stop. These guys are are from Raleigh, North Carolina, and as far as I'm concerned, they're uh, brothers and sisters from another mother because I am from the south. And when you're from the south, you're 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 bound by by southern heritage. They're magnificent. These young men and women will be going places. The person that is with me tonight is Cam Gillette. And I'm going to tell you, before the show, we had the most interesting conversation, so we're going to continue that conversation. Cam, welcome to the show, and I love that song. Oh, right on. It's good to be here. Let's just let's just start right there. What Before we even go into the history of how y'all got together, why y'all got together, and where you're going, tell me about Panther. I know what I read and you and I talked briefly about it, but why Panther? What is the the underlying theme behind this great song? Yeah, so that is a is the song second song off our album Transients. And Transient, I'm gonna zoom out real quick, then we'll zoom back in. Um, Transients is a, I guess my my I don't really write concept albums, but I write theme albums. Meaning like there these are a bunch of different ideas on this theme, and that's an exploration of of learning as a young person, youngish person, about that everything in life is mortal and learning that that's unfortunate, but that's the reality of the situation and learning to appreciate because everything is mortal, like it has, it's going to end at some point, you can appreciate that in a much more thorough fashion. And it also enables you with, with certain kinds of responsibility. And so Panther, I actually, uh, I watched a, watched a documentary about the Black Panthers. And I really didn't know much about them at all. Cause, I don't know. I, and especially in today's political climate, it's, there's a lot more racially charged things that, that happen. I was like, well, I should watch this. And I learned a lot about this, this group that I didn't really, I was, I was kind of ignorant on. And uh, suffice to say that the, the themes in Panther are kind of, kind of using the, the Black Panther's history as, as, a, as a metaphor. Because as young people, we – are often grasping, as just as humans, we are grasping to find a purpose that, that makes us feel part of something, part of something bigger than ourselves. And we really want that. Like some people find it in religion, some people find it in political movement, some people find it in, in that it's all over the place. But at some point, there, sometimes the, the ideologies and the reasons that you got into that community and got back to that ideology change. And it's your responsibility to acknowledge that and see that. And you're like, all right, well, the reasons I got here are, are different now, and I don't think my, my current beliefs actually are, are support what this, this ideology has become. And it's your responsibility to, to take the pain and sacrifice and walk away from that and be true to be, not sacrifice what you gain from being in this community to, to find the community, like value your principles above all of that. And so that's kind of a, a rather long-winded answer of, of what that song is about. So as a young person, like, 
it's your it's imperative to always be assessing the groups and people that you are in and why you're there. And when the factors change and that group leaves you behind, it's your responsibility to to let go. You are an I told you this before the show. You are an old soul. I don't know whose old soul you own, but amen to them because in this environment that we are now in, this and, and I call it a toxic environment. It's toxic politically. It's toxic socially. It's toxic religiously. It's just a toxic environment because, like you say, we have closed ourselves off from being able to have an open-ended discussion about differences of opinion without taking it personal or getting mean and nasty about it. And would it be fair to say, Cam, that we cheat ourselves when we do that because we don't learn anything? Um, yeah, and I think we don't only cheat ourselves. We're, we're, it's, it's not only a disservice to yourself. It's, I would say in some ways lazy, and it's a fear-motivated mindset. Like we are capable of um, like evolving in, in, in such expansive ways. Like the human brain is so capable of, of becoming just <laughs> – not almost anything, but we often let our existing beliefs and habits and coping mechanisms of our past like like passively affect what we are today, and we don't really examine them. And then as, some, as soon as an ideology or a person or something different comes and pushes against that, either directly or indirectly, we want to attack them because they're question, asking questions that we should have asked ourselves first. And it makes us feel uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. It, it is, it's never comfortable, I would say that, but it doesn't mean that, like, like, and I'm not saying that you have to change your beliefs either. I mean, if you can assess like on a different belief and realize that, like, I still don't agree with this, that you're going to have a there's a level of respect that's assumed if you're willing to assess the possibility that maybe it's time for you to move on or evolve or, or adapt. You know, if nothing else, you can respectfully disagree, but it requires respect of of, of and the possibility that the uh, other side or an alternative opinion may be correct or more correct than what you have now. So with that being said, <laughs> would 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 that we're gonna what 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 I'm gonna do is I'm gonna swing back into the history. Would that be what brought your band together to create a different dynamic in the music industry that has not been heard before? Now I have had underground cultures on this show. I have an industrial band, Cypher, out of Canada. They come on here all the time. I've had mm-hmm. Electric Pop Bot. I've had Moody P- I've had them all on here. And they all mm-hmm. have their own unique sound. So sure. would would that be the reason that, that when you all got together, and I want you to talk about the other two in the group, that you all decided... Why not? What have we got to lose? No, not at all. It's definitely been a uh, – I mean, I think this is I, – I will agree with your conclusion, not not so much the answer, though. <laughs> so I, I think w- what it requires is, is an acceptance of everything has its time and place, and at some point that time and place will end, and it's time to move on potentially, or at least change. You don't have to move on necessarily, but, like, it's time to change. And, and having that acceptance and creating an environment where everybody feels a, a, a able to voice how they really feel and be honest, and, and including in a band, basically being in a band, it's like being married, except it's all the hard parts of it. Like, I mean, it's, you're, you're committed to these people. You're trying to express very deep, sensitive, and vulnerable parts of yourself, and you're trying to create something together, and there's just conflict inherent in that. And if you're playing music, you're probably already a little bit unstable, probably a little bit narcissistic already. So you're already not the best equipped people to to to, to do that. And I I, I, I de- totally get that. And uh, I will say, like I've done this like many many times, and I've just done it poorly enough that I've created this like to a, I've gotten a system that 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 works better. And basically, like when I, I I talk to a person about potentially working with him, I go to them and say, Hey man, what's up? You have the skill that I, I potentially would like to work with. And like, I'm like, here's what I have to offer. Here's what you can gain from working with me. And here's what I'm going to expect of you. So convey expectations. And like, it's, it's very business-like. It's almost like a job interview. It's like, hey, here's what I have to offer. 
and here's what I need from you. And then I ask the same questions like, hey, what do you really want out of this band? Do you want to be famous? Do you want to make money? Do you just want to play on stage? Do you, whatever it is. And I'm like, what do you want and what do you have to offer? And if that's like one of the first conversations you have with people, they're far, they don't really have anything to lose by being honest with you, you know? And because it, they're like, it, the two things don't line up, it's like, okay, well, maybe we shouldn't work together. And you go, oh, well, darn, okay. As opposed to if you wait a year and then have that conversation, it's way too, it's not too late, but it's probably too late. And it's going to be a bit of an argument because they have a vested interest or you haven't, you, they, they had incorrect expectations of what they were going to get out of it. And nobody likes to deal in that situation. And so I've been trying to basically create a, a system of honesty and humility and so at, at any point, you're like, all right, man, this is going in a direction that I don't really want to go in. I want to, you to be able to easily initiate that conversation with me, you know? So how did you and the other members of the band come together? Have you known each other all of your lives, or did you hear each other play in separate venues? <laughs> and how did y'all um, come to the vision of this wonderful blend of music? <laughs> So I'm going to give a long-winded answer to, to your question because that's, that's what I do. Um, that's okay. So what I was trying to – yeah, so to me, starting a band in 2019, 2019 this, is, this is basically what most people ask you when, they, when, they, join, when you, they ask you to join a band. They're like, hey, I want you to have a semi-part-time, semi-full-time job. I want you to have very little creative control. I want you to do what I want you to do. I want you to be very good at what you do. And I want you to be like, like, listen to everything I say and be on time to everything. That's, just, that's basically what people ask of people going, joining a band. And I think that we live in an Instagram generation. And I think that's just that's an archaic mindset. So I'm like, all right, so how can I create an environment where people want to be part of it? And, and so I, this basically just started as like me, a me thing. Like I wrote a bunch of songs and did a lot of production stuff on my own. And I was like, wow, I would like to, to work with some other people. So it started off, I guess, as my, my little baby just the band and the band was just me for a while. And then I worked with a couple of different people and I did a poor job of conveying expectations and some things fell through. And what I wanted to do was create a modular mindset. And so I'm like, Hey, I have these 20 different things that need to get done. I'm like, what of them can you do? And they're like, all right, I'll do these five. And then me, I'll take on, I'll do these other five. And then I'll let computers do the rest or whatever I can't get done between actual people. I'll use technology to, to sub in. And so what that allows is when people, whoever is working with me at the time, like I, they're not, they don't, they don't have to be married to, to me for very long if they don't want to. And so that allows me to kind of swap people in and out as they move on in life or they want to do something else. Cause like I, I had a drummer in who moved to LA in November. So he was great. His name's Nick. Like he did a really good job. And so we kind of built the set around us having like a live electronic drummer, which was really cool. But then it was, he, okay. he was moving to across the country, so he uh, couldn't play with us. And so I was able to, like, basically take him when, when he left. I was like, all right, well, I can't play drums and sing and play guitar and do keyboards and stuff. So I'm just going to let computers deal with that for now. And then I started working with a new guy at the beginning of this year named Kenny. And uh, he plays some percussion, but he also plays guitar, bass. and He plays, plays like, a lot of different stuff. So I kind of showed him this list of like things that like we can do and like, how, how do you want to express yourself? And so he was able to pick up different roles. And so that allows me to have spaces and ability to work with a lot more people than, than I think most bands normally have. It basically says we have these four roles and you need to fit exactly in what I want you to be. And so I'm trying to be more accessible and understanding of the generation that we're living in. <sighs> Long answer. <laughs> well, but, but you know what it does though, Cam, is it offers the opportunity for versatility, which is what yeah. you're trying to do with your music. <laughs> I, love I mean, like I, I used to, I used to have, uh, I had a girl in my band for like her name was Nicole, really good singer. Like I enjoyed working with her, but like got to the point where I, I needed, like she was, she was too busy. Like she was a psychologist, so she was really busy with work and she couldn't put the time in that she needed. To, to, to be able to put in and that conversation was super easy because she's like man um i i, I like want to work with you but I, I just can't put in this amount of time I'm like okay that's totally cool thanks for communicating that and like so now we're still cool and so like it kind of prevents the, a lot of the breakup that often is associated with like ex-band members mm-hmm. because like th- there's like a level of understanding that like i don't know i guess i'm not quite 
separating business and per- personal a little bit and just having expectations conveyed early on is, is, is I don't know. It's I think that's like a bit line. of a more modern mindset. It's called open lines of communication, which cuts it down, like you say, it on on misconceptions, miscommunication, hurt feelings, broken relationships that can never be mended because you never know when you need to go back to that bridge. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, and, I got I, I we've I've got to this point by breaking a bunch of relationships and doing it wrong. So. <laughs> <laughs> but you are so far ahead of your time as far as handling life, just like the song Panther, the the things that you said about everything is, is mortality. And once we learn, no matter the age, that we are mortal and that we have to face that mortality, then we can move on with living and understanding that it will come to an end, but we don't live in fear of it. But we understand that each day is precious, and I love that concept. Mm-hmm. And what I want to do now is I want to take a break. I want to play one of you. That was the other song that Victoria sent over here because this song is very, very interesting. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is Off the Chain with your host, Yvonne Mason. And the band Smoke from All Friction. My guest is Cam Gillette, and he is just an amazing young man. I told him he is going to go far with this. And y'all all know I've said that about many, many artists, and y'all seen what's happened. They've won awards and everything else. So we will be right back after listening to one of you by Smoke from All the Friction. <laughs>
no quail Defamation of indulgence now A proclamation of guilty spell Oscillations vibrating my soul Prove to me now what I wanted to know Edging and edging until I indulge And painting the world not dark as my own Both of the night are ending so soon Catharsis they brought no wings of vacuum Copper who fade will now be exhumed No comfort to feel in my heat in this tomb Read the escape of forbidden taboo Ability warns and zero pursuit Lingering sin every question of you I know this one more than a I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, with my guest, the band Smoke from All the Friction. That was uh, their song, One of You, and I am talking with Cam Gillette. Cam, tell me about that song. It has a very interesting vibe to it. Yeah, it's pretty dark. <laughs> so this uh, this song actually comes like pretty close after Panther. And so Panther is an examination of, of being willing to walk away from an ideology or, or a, some like an ideology when that ideology ceases to, to be an honest expression of you. And one of you is basically that journey of like, okay, I used to have a community. I used to have confidence in my decision from my higher, higher power of some sort. I, a, like a bit of not big group think, but kind of group think. And now I'm kind of trying to find where my new community is, where is my place. And so this is something something that, like, once you walk away from it, it all that sounds cool. It's like, yeah, you should follow your heart. It's like, well, following your heart and, and following what you think is true can be a really lonely process. And that's why that's, I wanted that song intentionally to be dark and, and empty in this mixture of, like, like coping and, and delusion and confidence because that's, you kind of have to, 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 to make a decision like that and, and to survive it mentally is not an easy, an easy process. And so one of you is, is talking about, the song eventually gets to the point where he he tries on a new culture, which in the case of the character that uh, protagonist was a uh, like a hedonistic culture. He came from like a system of rules and an ideology, and then he's like, all right, well I'm gonna go try this hedonistic culture of of indulgence because that's what culture tell, like Instagram tells us we ought to do. And he eventually says like, I don't know where I'm supposed to be. I don't know what culture I'm supposed to be. I'm still I'm on this journey, but this one I'm not one of you. Like I said, you're an old soul. <laughs> because while, while it is potentially dark, it it tells a moral in that, to me, what I get from it is if we don't have some sort of anchor in our life that we can go down that dark road and some of us don't come back because we get sucked mm-hmm. up into other people's ideals and their philosophies and we forget who we are. Yeah, I mean, a lot of a lot of transients, and definitely a lot of the new albums, is examining examining these uh, this, the self perception that we have. Like, like you said, who we are. A lot of us don't really know. We have ideas. We think we do, but a lot of who we are is is a bunch of <laughs> coping mechanisms that we learned when we were fourteen because we were bullied or like we just we couldn't survive the social situations that we had when we were younger. And so we adapted these, these mentalities to protect ourselves. And then we started wearing them as our own, like, self-identity. But they're not really us. They're just our own, just a, a COVID mechanism that is, is probably not even serving us anymore. Where did you get to be so wise, my dear? <laughs> I didn't mess up everything, and then you learn how to, like, get a little bit better about it. Because <laughs> I'm telling you, you... I don't know many people, even my age, that have the wisdom that you have. And, and even even the, the young people, some of them don't get it, that until we learn to, to understand that we're okay where we are, flaws and all, and we have to take our own path, then we become robots and, and we go with whatever's floating in the wind and then we get in the mess we're in now in our environment, and then that's when this music comes out, and people start rethinking their lives again, which is not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm not so much. I try hard to not preach. Not so much that I'm I'm afraid to to, to, to take a stand because there's there's 
but it's more of like, I, I'm not saying you should be like me. I'm not saying that you, I'm not trying to lead you to a conclusion. I'm just trying to give you permission to ask questions and incentive to ask questions and be better I love after you, you assess that. Like I'm, I'm basically asking these questions is intentionally putting pain in your life. They hurt. They like, you have to assess that like, wow, I've been doing things wrong for 10, 20 plus years, you know? And that's, that is a, that's self-inflicted pain that allows you to have a, a, a piece that it only comes after assessment, this painful assessment. So, and at least and in my perspective. Uh, ex- and to take a different path. If you want, if you want, I mean, if you, if through, a set, if, if through your own self-assessment, you find that you, a lot of things you're already doing are good, then you're doing them because you think they're the best idea and not because somebody else told you that. And then you can have far more confidence to do what you're doing right now even better. Either way, it, it kind of embodies you with the responsibility and allows you to, to impart that to others. Because to me, a so lot would of... It be, would it be fair to say that the inspiration of ideas, of tension and friction come from your insight, your mature insight into things of life and people's thought processes and minds, concepts, because it is it is tension and friction. We do battle within ourselves all the time. Do we do we continue down this path, or do we take another path, or are we doing it right? Should we follow the pack, or should we make our own pack? Should we go it along? I get it. I get why you say that it's inspired by tension and friction. And, I mean, that's just, like, the high-level themes. That's not even, like, to do with the music itself. But to me, like, when, when I've – when I enter a music venue, and like, almost every show I go to, if you go to a lot of music shows, most of the people that are there are, like, they're hurting. And maybe that's just me, and, like, they're coping. I go coping. I don't want to go hurting. But the, especially okay. in, like, the heavier music worlds, electronic music worlds, like, a lot of these guys, like, found identity in, in these cultures of these – like, it's kind of escapism. Is it a bad escapism? Well, I mean, it's not bad, but, like, they're coping as opposed to having permission and incentive to it, to see these things. So am I, is, is music the best way to convey these complex ideas? No, it's definitely not. But the reason I use music partly is because, I mean, I, I'm, I'm pretty good at making it, but is that I'm trying to reach an audience that can only be reached through music, you know? Like, if you go into a music venue and, like, a bunch of guys, like, they just want to party tonight. You just want to drink tonight. I'm like, hey, maybe the 1% of you or 10% of you that can hear this message right now, like, I'm, I'm trying to give you permission to be better and thrive and examine yourself and, 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 and just for you so you can be better. And the rest of you, I'm just going to put on a good show, and you're going to have a good time, and then it's fine. But I'm, I'm, I'm mainly here for that 10%, you know? You're an amazing young man, Cam. I'm telling you. Trust me when I say you're going to go far because I firmly believe that there is a need for your craft and your music and the message that you are conveying, and that is it's okay to hurt, it's okay to question, it's okay to self-exam, it's okay to change or not change depending on your conclusion. Mm-hmm. But it, again, it's it's just more of a lot of there's a lot of what's the word, optimistic like self help stuff in the last like mm-hmm. especially the last ten twenty years. They're like you just need this. Like it's not going to be a just. It's going to be very difficult. It's going <laughs> to be painful. Like I'm not trying to to make this sound like it's easy in any way shape or form. It's going to be probably the most difficult thing that any of us do is trying to overcome ourselves and how we got here. You know. But I'm I'm saying that like you can do this. And it's worth it, and it will make your life better, and it'll make you. It'll, and if you don't do that, the world's going to be a little bit darker. And I kind of like a lot. Of, a lot. And that's the thing. It's like people don't think that like they have much to offer to the world. And I'm like, well, right now you might not, you know. But if whatever light that you have inside you, be it you know, be it in playing music or or taking care of yourself or whatever it is, like if you don't develop yourself to learn how to shine that, the world is darker, and it's your fault. And so I kind of like hammer home is like a little bit of personal responsibility. That's a lot of uh, against myself just as much as anybody. This is not that Cam has it together. These are basically all the battles that I'm fighting and trying to conquer myself. I end up putting into to my music, yeah. And that brings me, 
I, I don't know how we always manage to do this, but on this show, <laughs> my guests always bring me around to the next song and how it fits into the dynamic of the conversation. Because the last song that I'm playing, I saved it for last for a reason. Number one, I love the title. And number two, the song embodies everything that you just told me. So, ladies and gentlemen, once again, before we run out of time, we're going to play uh, Smoke from All the Friction's last song that is on our venue tonight. My guest is Cam Gillette. I am Yvonne Mason. This is Off the Chain, and the song that we're going to hear is called Cross and Tattoo. I know, those are two things that you don't put together, but just listen to these words.
Jane. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason. That is another song by the band Smoke from All the Friction called Cross and Tattoo. And Cam Gillette is with us from the band. Cam, I love that song. <laughs> right on. I like Tell it me about it. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, musically, it was, uh, it was actually a really difficult song for me to write, but not in the traditional sense. As... A lot of musicians, they make fun of pop music a lot because they say quotes like, oh, it's only four chords. And I've said that a fair amount of time. We've kind of, we make, we chastise and attack pop music for its simplicity or, and I was, I eventually came to the conclusion. I was like, well, if it's so easy, then write a pop song. I was like, oh, I'm like, well, if I write a song, it has to be an honest expression to me. I was like, well, why would you want to write a pop song? I was like, well, I'm trying to be accessible to people, you know? All right. So I need to find that, that tiny little cross section of, an honest expression of me to convey the ideas that I want to convey. And it also is packaged in, in a pop or an accessible musical box, I guess. And so that, that's where that song was birthed out of. And so I kind of, it kind of sounds like a love song and this was, I was trying to make it sound that way or feel that way. I have a lot of like almost nostalgia forlornness musically. And, uh, but it, it's, it's, it tells a story of um, an, an encounter I had with this girl and, Basically, like, I met her, and we just we hung out one night, and I, she asked a question about like a couple of, like a piece of jewelry I had and a tattoo of mine, and I was like, I'm probably never gonna see you again, so I was just like, I'm just gonna be blatantly honest with you, like, and this is me, and I'm I'm not gonna try to sell something better, a better version of myself to you, because I'll probably never see you again. It's fine, and then that what that did was, first of all, it gave me permission, I gave her permission to do the same, and so that's a bigger idea if we can overcome our own demons and examine the questions and, and our insecurities and inadequacies, inadequacies before another person questions them, we're not afraid to talk about them and us not afraid to give people, other people permission to do this. That's a beautiful song. Oh, thank you. It, it's, it's not just beautiful in lyrics and music, but it, it is beautiful in its, in its honesty and its simplicity. Yeah, that that's difficult for me because like, I mean, writing song music, t- writing music's really easy, in my opinion. It's not, it's not hard to write a song. To write a, g- a good song is really difficult because often you have all these huge, like disparate ideas, and you, then you have your own technical abilities and te- technical inabilities. And me, I, I don't know. I like to do be part of every single part of the production process. So I do all the own like synth design, and, and I write all the lyrics. I write all the melodies. I write. I do all the mixing, mastering basically every part of every single thing. It's usually like seven people's jobs. I'm like, no, I'm going to do all this, <laughs> which is, isn't, which I spent way too many thousands of hours learning to do, but it also allows me to have a lot more expression in every single aspect of the music pr- production. It allows it, it takes longer, but it also allows me not to have to trust and, and let my, my ideas and things I'm trying to be conveyed, like kind of compromised, I'd say. Well, the the thing about that song in its, complete simplicity and it's like you said it gives two total strangers permission to be totally honest not only with each other but within themselves yeah and that that's and that's the thing is like people are like oh i just want to be honest like people to be real with me and i was like well this has to take place like inside your head over and over and over and maybe like inside a, a therapy room over and over and over and over <laughs> you know like it's, it's a difficult process like un- unpacking like like I said, like I said earlier, the the ideas that you think that are you are really that are just kind of coping mechanisms that you develop to protect yourself. Well, I know that you have a new album coming out. Tell me about yes. it before we run out of time. Sure, I'm super excited about this. Um, I'm actually working with another guy a little bit more heavy, far more heavily than I ever have before. His name's Kenny. He's like really kind of like producing a lot of stuff that I, that I've. Yeah. Been, been writing here it's called uh the title is called nuance and so uh we're in the, in the area era of trump and massive polarization in, in the west in western society and like we don't really know what to do now there's a lot of and i'd say like one, one of the main causes and i think most people agree with me of the polarization is a lack of nuanced approach to seeing where the opposing side or, or someone who disagrees with you ideas come from like this person's wrong. Well, can you explain to me what's wrong about them? Like everything. Like, you don't really understand how they got to what they they got to. You don't have to agree with it. I'm not asking that at all. But an appreciation of, of nuanced approach. 
And that in and of itself sounds nice, but the problem is that we don't have a nuanced approach because for us to have a nuanced approach, we have to develop ourselves and we have to spend a lot of time and effort overcoming our own biases and, and own preferences and own ideas. We have to become someone who can act in a nuanced way. It's not just something you do. It's something that is an outflow of who you become. So this new album is kind of a, a again, a theme. That's the main theme, like this progressions of, of how to become a more nuanced person and internally and then how it will reflect and affect the world around you. And how many songs will you have on this new album? Um, we're still, we're, we're pretty far in the post-production. Um, Tennis around there, depends on, like, I mean, I usually write too, I write way too much, and then we end up, like, cutting down, like, kind of like a deleted scene. We try to have as, as only the things that need to be there be there. So Tennis, maybe a little bit more, maybe a little bit less. That, that should be coming out sometime in early-ish 2000, I mean 2019. Sweet. Well, I tell you what, I can't wait to have you back on the show to listen to some of those songs because if they're as phenomenal as these three, you're going to be so busy, you're not going to have time to come on my show. <laughs> I don't know about that, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're going to, I'm telling you, after tonight's show, you're going to be super busy. I'm telling you, you're going to be getting calls from <laughs> everywhere because people are going to want to see you and going to want to hear you because the not only the music that you're putting out there, but the heart that you put into your craft comes through in your music. Yeah, well, this, this is, I kind of look at it as this is, this is my voice. I'm not amazed. I'm not super great at conveying certain things through words, and there's a lot of things that, like, even now, but definitely when I was younger, I was like, I don't know how to express this to the world. I don't know how to, like, say this or communicate this. Well, I'm going to write a song to about it because I need to get it out, you know? And so, like, it's it's kind of a vulnerable thing when you play these songs that you wrote all by yourself, like, in the most safe place ever. <laughs> and then you play them live. You're like, wow, this is kind of scary. I'm going to play this in front of 100 people now, you know? But it's also, like, allows you to get really... If, if if you can prepare, like really get into the, the performance, because like wow, this is a really this is a part of my soul that I I wrote a song about it because I couldn't share it very well through any other me, you know. So it's a very personal um, experience. It's kind of cathartic. Most of the time, sometimes it's just exhausting, but de- definitely <laughs> more cathartic than exhausting. Well, you're not going to believe this, my new friend, but we are almost to the end of our show. What? I told was, you. You were right. That was fast. <laughs> what I would like for you to do, sweetheart, is to tell the folks where this wonderful, wonderful music can be found, where you can be found, and how they can go about get, buying your music, because I know they're going to want to do it, and where you're going to appear next. Sure. So um, the best way to get up with me, I mean, as far as music goes, you can listen most anywhere free. I'm on YouTube. I'm on Spotify. I'm on Google Play. I'm on iTunes. Basically, any any all the major streaming platforms. That's uh, we're, we're available there. Um, if you really want to buy something from me, um, just go to Spatif S, which so that's smoke from all the friction. Um, I guess an anagram. S S V A A, Spatif S F A T F dot com, and so that'll redirect you to to somewhere where if you really want to buy like that and download the the MP3s or whatever. Um, if you want a physical copy of stuff, we got all that, that shows. And speaking of shows, the best way to keep up with everything is um, we're super active on Instagram and Facebook. And if, if you message that, I will definitely receive that and I will definitely respond to you. And as far as shows that we got coming up, we got a bunch of stuff in the Raleigh-ish area. So we got a show on Saturday, that's a week and a half from now, at Emerge in Raleigh. And we got one on the 17th, the day after, also in Raleigh. And then we got one on the 15th also in Raleigh, and then we kind of start moving around the rest of North Carolina. But, yeah, the easiest way is just check out our Facebook page, Smoke From All The Friction, or our Instagram. All right. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I am serious. Watch for this band because I'm telling you, young men's going places. There is no doubt in my mind. We will not be on tomorrow night, but we will be back on February the 6th, which is next Wednesday with the second of the second show of News from the Mountain with our friend and author 
Nancy Quinn. She is has her own show on here now. I will be on here, but she will be taking this show and running with it. So you will want to join us next Wednesday night. As you all know, there are several things that I say at the end of the show. And one of and and Cam, don't hang up, but I do want to say thank you so, so much for taking an hour out of your time and spending it with me. It was inspirational. It was awe-inspiring. You restored my belief in the younger generation because I thought they were all going to go to hell in a bread basket. (laughs) You have have restored my belief. And, And the things that I say, ladies and gentlemen, one of them is this, that we're all on a journey. And, Cam, and I've talked about this at great length tonight. We're all on this journey. None of us are on the same journey. So when you're out and about and you're in checkout lines or you're on the telephone with customer service or you're in traffic, be kind because life can end in just a moment, and you don't want that to happen. You want to to be kind to people. It doesn't take a whole lot to be kind. Facts. It takes less to be kind than it does to be ugly. And also remember this: if you want to achieve greatness, do not ask permission. Just go out and be great because you're already great. And be sure and tell your children they don't have to ask permission to be great because they too are already great. They are the future. Cam is part of our future. His music is part of our future. So. When you have a child who has a dream, encourage them to follow the path and live the dream because you don't ever know how far they can go. Let them, let them soar. So until next Wednesday night here at Off the Chain at 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time when we will be hearing news from the mountain, we ask you to join us then with author Nancy Quinn, and she's also a wildlife artist, and she has all kinds of good stuff for us. But join us again next Wednesday night, 9 o'clock Eastern Daylight Time, here at Off the Chain. You can check our Facebook page. You can check our website at offthechainradio at yahoo.com. And check out smoke from all the friction with Cam Gillette because you will not be sorry. Share this show so that he and the band can get more exposure because one of these days they're going to charge big bucks for their venue. <laughs> Until then, this is your host, Yvonne Mason with Off the Chain and my guest, Cam Gillette, with smoke from all the friction. And we want to wish you all a good evening. Those in the frozen tundra, stay warm. Those in the south that are just about frozen, stay warm. Those of us in Florida, eventually we're going to be warm again. So until next Wednesday night, we want to wish you all a good evening. Love each other. Hold each other. Be kind to each other. Until then, we wish you all a good night. Okay, we are off the air, but everything we say will show up in the archive part of the shot. What I was going to ask you is this. Do I have you on my Facebook page so that I can send you the archive link? If not, I'll find it and I'll post it on your um, Facebook page so that you can share it with all of your network and they can share it with all of their network and all that good stuff. And I'll also send it to Victoria. Yeah, if you just send it to Victoria, it'll, it'll trigger down to me. Okay, that sounds like a plan to me, and I want you to enjoy your journey, have fun with it, and I can't wait to see more come from from your craft, and I can't wait to get you back on the show. Yeah, definitely. After this, this album, I'd love to, love to get your thoughts and, and talk about it, too. All right, sounds like a plan. Sweetheart, I have a, I have enjoyed this show. The hour went by way too fast. And if you will, <laughs> tell your mother that she did an excellent job. She raised a good man. Uh, I will do that. Thank you, sweetheart. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.